Welcome to the Be A Brilliant Human podcast. You're in the right place if you're a growth-seeking being who acknowledges the challenges and delights of your humanity on the path to an ever more conscious life. If you want to feel inspired to love and accept yourself, to feel free to be and express you in all your brilliance, if you want to truly value yourself and others and feel energized and alive both at home and in the world, then sit back and take a breath as you explore and grow the brilliance of your beautiful human self with your host, the father of non-personal awareness and creator of the MPA process, Joel Young. Hello, 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 and welcome to the Be A Brilliant Human podcast with me, Joel Young. We are at episode number 23, almost a quarter of a century. Good Lord, how time flies. Today is six mindsets to help you get over devastation, and welcome. If you're new here, I'm so glad you found me and you found this podcast. And hello to all my regulars. You know how much I appreciate you taking time in your day to spend it with me. And as always, I hope it offers you value. I'm loving the feedback that I'm getting now. It's um, it's good to hear from you. People can get hold of me on social media at Joel Young MPA uh, for the most part on the different social media platforms. Uh, do remember, if you're here to hit that wonderful subscribe button wherever you're listening to this. Uh, that means you get notified every time the podcast goes live. Uh, and I'm always open to you messaging me with feedback, questions, topics you'd like to cover. Um, if there's anything you want to hear about or want some help with, then just go ahead and ask me. On our website, beabrilliantHuman.com, where you'll find the show notes for this show, which will be beabrilliantHuman.com slash 23. There's also a button there you can leave a voice message if you wish to. Um, and I want to give a shout out to Leslie Shipley Beal, who commented on Facebook. So I always put a Facebook post on the MPA page, which is MPA Rocks on Facebook. And she said uh, about episode 21, which was the Dark Night of the Soul episode, she said, I called out for some kindness, a warm embrace, a listening ear. And I see your post just now. I'm listening to the podcast. Thank you. I mean, really, thank you. I love that. I love that. Thank you, Leslie. Um, that episode actually seems to have touched a lot of people, and I'm and I'm so glad because I'm, I'm glad that this podcast could be there, sort of as a hand of kindness for you and and all of you who for whom it touched. And that's really what I'm about. That's what I'm here for. That's what this podcast is here for. We cover a lot of different topics. Some are sort of more about sort of expanding in your mastery and greater success. Um, but they're also about topics in the sort of path of awakening and the healing journey and the general issues of life, which is kind of what we're covering today. And I always hope to, to offer you, uh, well, at least my perspective on ways that you can navigate these tricky territories. And remember, of course, if these episodes do touch you and you'd like some dedicated one-on-one -on -one support uh, with whatever you're going through, you know, I'm available for private coaching and if you come to our sessions, I'm going to meet you exactly where you are. And, and I'll tell you, they'll accelerate your healing and your awakening journey. journey. And, um, you know, whether it's get, you're getting through a crisis or, um, or taking your sense of connection or empowerment and freedom to the next level. I've got like 25 years experience dealing with every kind of human challenge. And I'm so passionate and really dedicated to, to my clients. Um, I'm really about helping you triumph in the face of your challenges 
so you can kind of really thrive and become the best that you can be. In a sense, that's what we do on the podcast here. That's what I'm about in general. But if you come and visit me and decide to have some one-to-one sessions, then we can really go deep and tailor it exactly to you. So if that's calling you, you know, you can head over to joelyoungmpa.com slash sessions. That link will be in the show notes. Uh, all the details are there. And if you'd like an initial chat with me, not everyone seems to realize this, you know, to help you get clear on how the sessions can help you and and check our chemistry, if you like, in that set setting. Uh, you can book a 10-minute clarity session with me. It's free, and you can use the button. There's a button on the, on the page uh, where you can make an appointment. So you just need to go to joelyoungmpa.com slash sessions. Okay, so today we're touching, again, on a very deeply emotional topic, the topic of devastation. Now, devastation, it's its a big word. It really speaks to, to destruction. You know, when you say, I feel devastated, you're describing how something that really mattered to you and probably relates to your sense of identity has been or, or feels destroyed. Um, and it's so often accompanied by feeling crushed or collapsed, like with swirling feelings of deep hurt and grief and even shame at times. And then there's a self-recrimination or inner or outward directed anger and blame. They're very common parts of the, the whole experience. And how we deal with it and what we feel, of course, that's going to depend a lot on the circumstances, you know, the situation that has precipitated the sense of devastation. But probably, probably the most common situations that I hear about that spark devastations are situations that involve betrayal or loss and endings like a, a relationship breakup or losing a job or even the death of a loved one. And of course, a sense of failure. Failure can really bring up that sense of devastation. I know for me, really betrayal, relationship breakups and failure are the things that have thrown me into that state of devastation. And it can feel like the most excruciating and debilitating time. It's sort of, it can bring our whole life and our sense of self into question. But what I found is, is in open, with an open mind, experience educates. So I found there's six mindsets that can really help you to get over devastation and come out the other side, get back in the saddle and continue and continue on even stronger than you were before. That's what we're going to be looking at today. Sound good? Well, let's get into it. Okay, so the order of these six mindsets is, is no accident. So the first two are kind of a big picture, the well, a big picture foundational mindsets or, or attitudes, you could say, that will truly be your friends if you take them on. And the second two deal with more of the self-care aspect of going through it. And the final two are more in the kind of moving forward part. So it's a bit like a journey through the process foundational ones, then taking care of yourself going through it, and then more thinking in terms of moving forward. So let's kick off with mindset number one. Mindset number one is learning to get through is essential. So what do I mean by that? Well, the truth is setbacks, failures, and devastation are just part of life. So in order to live a full and rich life, in order to grow, it's not only important, it's actually vital that you learn to deal with them. So if you remember, uh, you've been around or you go back to, listen to episode seven, where I talked about how you, know, how you label your experience impacts you. And I recall the scene from the film Papillon, 
where the main character used a dramatic shift in his attitude to save his life and survive an ordeal. And I'll link that episode in the show notes. But that's really the essence of this, um, you know, having really setting your flag in the ground that this is essential. It's going to be a learning experience to get through it. So really, it, it, and that sort of papillon shift, if you like, is, is what this mindset's about. So shifting your attitude to going through devastation and taking it as an essential life skill that you'll get better and better at because it's an experience you'll likely face throughout your life. So it's really that attitude of, of it's, you know, it's something that I'm going to learn from beyond the circumstances. And then let's face it, what what's the alternative to that? Well, you stay stuck in the devastation. You don't move on. And you sink into that sort of powerless victim state. And that is the road to hell, my friend, and you deserve much better for yourself. Now, this one might seem a bit like tough love, um, but so let's get sort of real. Let's soften it a bit, shall we? So firstly, to clarify, this is about the learning experience in terms of learning how to navigate the territory. Um, and as a learning experience, it means it's not about expecting perfection or brilliance right away. It's about progress over time. Plus, you know, this attitude gets your mind to focus inevitably on the other side of the pain, you know, with something beyond the specifics of the situation itself. It gives you kind of a bigger picture without demanding that you immediately kind of get over the circumstances of whatever's happening now. So it sets you in a more exploratory frame of mind. So, uh, and these are all kind of powerful or, or you could say empowering backdrops against which you will be kind of more resourced to deal with the specifics. So let's say it's a relationship breakup. You know, I might invoke this mindset by gently saying to myself, I just, I, this is, I do this a lot, self-talk. <laughs> But I might say to myself, okay, this is devastating. Um, it's an experience of devastation, which is something I've experienced before and will likely experience again. Yes, I'll need to deal with the specifics of this situation. And also, I know I'm going to get through it. And as I do, I'm going to learn. I'm going to learn about myself and how and what works best or, or better for me to move through it. I'll look out for and learn what works and what doesn't for me so that next time something devastating happens, I'll be able to move through it faster, kinder, and with even more grace. I don't expect myself to be perfect, and I'm willing to make mistakes along the way as I learn. And I will get through this, and I will learn more about myself and how I relate to devastating circumstances along the way. So this kind of self-dialogue and use whatever words work for you, um, you can do it out loud or perhaps even in front of the mirror, <laughs> that's always a good way, or in a journal, but that it really has the power to recontextualize your whole experience. All right, mindset number two then is, I am not defined by this. So in the midst of devastation, we tend to generalize the experience to our entire lives, to our entire selves. For example, so a relationship ends terribly and you say, I'm rubbish at relationships, right? That's a generalization. Or a business fails and you say, I'm not cut out for business. That's a generalization. Maybe you get swindled, lose a ton of money, 
you know, you fell for the con and you, you start saying to yourself, I can't trust my own decisions. That's a generalization. And what does this generalization do? Well, firstly, it's going to inflate the feeling. You know, one painful experience becomes a lifetime of unchanging experience that feels like a hundred times worse. And secondly, it negates you and the possibility of change or growth in that area. It closes a door and defines you in a very limited and, and negative way. And the truth is, uh, you know, it is just this experience. It doesn't define you. You know, we learn by getting things wrong. And, and even if you had several relationships crash out painfully, it still doesn't, you know, it still doesn't define your future experience unless you decide to say that it does. And remember, you know, this experience is a small part of much, much more. I love the story of how J.K. Rowling's first Harry Potter book was rejected by 12 publishers before she got a deal. That's that's 12 opportunities to feel devastated. And each time she could have given up, gone off and generalized and decided, you know, I'm not cut out to be an author or my idea isn't good enough or no one likes my idea enough to publish it. But as you know, that's not what she did. And you know, I don't know exactly how she dealt with it, but I imagine it included not generalizing the, in quotes, failure. I'm guessing she kept each rejection specific to that publishing house rather than making one experience apply to all publishing houses. So it's more like he said, this publisher doesn't believe in my book idea, but others might. And she might have even added, and I can always refine my pitch along the way, by the way. So she's doing that sort of learning to get through it thing. Um, and that's, of course, so very different from, you know, the generalization approach, which is this publisher doesn't believe in my book idea, which means that publishers, all of them, don't believe in my book idea. So why bother? I might as well get a, in quotes, real job. So don't generalize the specifics of the circumstance or this failure or whatever it is, and don't define yourself by it. It says something about the specific circumstances and your experience now, not about who you are as a person and not about who or what you are capable of in the future, which is kind of cool because it brings us on to the next two mindsets. So mindset three, moving into the self-care thing, is be kind to you. Now, if you've been listening to this podcast or following me for any length of time, you'll know this is one of my go-to mindsets. I even wrote a little e-book about it. It's, um, well, literally called Be Kind to You, 100 Days of Self-Directed Kindness. And that's available for you to free, by the way, for free, by the way. Um, and I'll put the link in the show notes, which again are at beabrillianthuman.com slash 23. Um, and I don't think there's ever a time when being kind to you isn't a good idea, but but when you're in a state of emotional trauma, it is perhaps more important than ever. And there's lots of ways to be kind to you, hence the book with a hundred ways to be kind to you. Um, but in this context, I really want to focus on the act of self-forgiveness. I mean, this is especially true if, if the trigger for your devastation is some kind of betrayal or failure. Now, I think a lot of the unnecessary suffering in already excruciating circumstances come from self-judgment, self-berating, self-blame. And here's the thing, you know, we don't know until we know. If you've experienced a betrayal, you know, forgive yourself for not seeing it coming. And even if you, you know, you realize that, you know, that you kind of knew deep down, then forgive yourself for not being able to act on or access that knowing. If you could have, you would have, but something at that time stopped you. And that something 
that's your work now, not something to berate yourself for. We don't know until we know, and we can't until we can. So forgiveness is about letting go of the past or any power that you've given it. And it frees you up to endeavor to educate yourself and learn so you can meet things in a better way going forward. And whatever the circumstances of your sense of devastation, be kind to you. Forgive yourself for any perceived transgressions and gently encourage yourself to move forward with greater awareness and freedom. A mindset four, again in the self-care department, if you like, is give yourself space to feel. It's so important to give yourself this space, space to feel the painful feelings, to acknowledge them, to express them, to let their energies move through you. So putting the lid on painful emotions won't help, my friend. Uh, you know, it may seem like, like it works short term, but those emotional energies need to move. When we suppress emotions, they end up coming out in, in really unhealthy ways, either through, through the shadow as like passive aggressive or, or spiky expressions, or even through outward blame or unself-responsible anger. Um, or they may even run to the body and express as symptoms. So, so let yourself rage it out, cry it out, feel what you feel. It, it doesn't have to be logical, rational, or spiritual. In fact, that's just not the nature of emotions. They're raw, they're messy, they're irrational, not creatures of the mind. So again, journaling is your friend here. And if it doesn't seem to pass, you know, journaling will do a lot. But if it doesn't pass, then consider getting some help. You know, find someone who knows how to hear you and hear your emotions without trying to get you to, to fix this right away. Or, you know, someone who understands that an ex emotional expression needs space, validation and permission. Um, you know, that understands that this is an emotional moment, not again, the de any definition of who you are. So again, find ways to do that, get help if you need to. So coming on then to mindsets five and six. Now here we're starting to move into the, into the how do you move forward section. So mindset five is take practical steps. All right, so whatever the situation, after and often during devastation, there's practical things that need to be attended to. Um, it's not so much that the day-to-day -day domestic stuff I'm talking about here. Obviously, that stuff needs to be handled. It's more the practical steps that put things in place that will support and in some cases protect you going forward. So, for example, if you've been subject to some kind of fraud and lost a lot of, lot of money, then things will need to be put in place to best protect you from having it happen again. You know, perhaps new practices or or checks to help you begin to trust again. And then there's those practical steps of letting the relevant people know, like the bank and seeking out financial help if possible. So, or if it's a failure, then, you know, like not passing an exam, for example, then there are practical things like organizing a reset, planning out what needs to be adjusted so you can pass next time. Perhaps there are, you know, consequences to not passing. Say, if it's relevant to a job promotion, then practical conversations need to be had. Now, this one may seem obvious, but it can be easy to let those practical things um, or the practical side of things slip, especially if you collapse into the trauma, which is which is very different, by the way, from consciously letting yourself feel. So again, remember to honor the practical things that need to be handled, whatever your situation. And as ever, if it's all too much, reach out for help. Which brings us to mindset number six, the final mindset, which is consider the bigger lesson. 
Now, this is the last one for a reason. I talked about this in episode 21, The Dark Knight of the Soul, and how it's so important not to rush this one. When it comes to devastation, the same principle applies. Honour the feelings first, and when the dust settles, then is the time to ponder what your soul wished you to learn from this and put some focus into that area. So when the heat has subsided, you're in a much better place to inquire without emotional bias. In fact, I go as far as to say until the heat has subsided, you're in no place to inquire without emotional bias. However, when you're ready, in order to get the gift of the experience, it's important to ask yourself, what lessons can you take from this? For example, is it about trusting your instincts? Is it about, you know, or does it reveal a family pattern of betrayal, perhaps, if that's the topic? Or is it about boundaries and saying yes or saying no fully and meaningfully? So it could be many things, but with a little meditation or reflection or self-inquiry, the signs will come to you. Then you can take the steps to move forward, let go of what no longer serves, learn what you need to learn, and come out the other side stronger than ever. <laughs> Okay, so there's a lot there. Remember, you can always go to the show notes and I'll write these six mindsets out for you there. Again, always on these episodes, it will be beabrillianthuman.com with a www at the front slash the number of the episode. So slash 23 today. But let me give you a quick recap, go through them quick fire now. So mindset one was um, the mindset of learning to get through this is essential. Knowing that it's essential to learn to get through these things. And this attitude takes you beyond the specifics of the current situation and puts you in that discovery mode. Mindset two is, I am not defined by this. So as best you can, don't generalize a situation into the rest of your life. Um, this is a happening. It will pass and does not define you. Mindset three, be kind to you. Be gentle with you. Self-judgment, self-berating and self-blame will only heap on additional suffering. And we're always doing the best we can given what we know. So be self-forgiving. Mindset four was give yourself space to feel. Suppressing your feelings is laying a landmine in your psyche. So get out your journals, seek help, but be sure to feel your feelings and let those emotions move through you. Mindset five is to take practical steps. So in amongst the emotion of it all, there's going to be practical things to take care of. So get help if needs be, but remember to do those things. And then mindset number six is consider the bigger lesson. Again, once the emotional heat is cooled, you can start to inquire about the bigger lesson. This will give you a focus to move forward and take something truly positive from this whole experience. So as ever, thank you for listening. I really hope that this has stirred you, touched you, given you some perspective that helps you up your game in some form. And if you like what you hear, go tell someone about it. Share it. Of course, check out the show notes if you'd like to have a look at review of those mindsets. Uh, remember, if you'd like some one-to-one -one help with me, you can check out all the details at joelyoungmpa.com slash sessions. And do remember to subscribe uh, if you're on iTunes or any of those places that uh, let you leave a review. I'd love to have a review from you. That would be great. You can message me, share, go check me out on social media Otherwise, again, thanks so much for listening. I will see you next time when all that remains, your regulars know what's coming. Cue the moo. Mm -hmm.